Welcome to Monday Motivation with Corey Mendoza. Life isn't perfect, nor is it easy, but it can be enjoyable, fulfilling, and purposeful if we choose to create it to be so. Monday Motivations is a quick and easy way to help you create the rich and fulfilling life you desire. Your host, Corey Mendoza, is a highly sought-after speaker, coach, and author, influencing professionals to get real, work less, and live more balanced lives. Each Monday, she interviews an expert in their field to find tips, encouragement, and inspiration for your personal and professional success. Monday Motivations increases your awareness of what you can do with your current situation. Your sense of empowerment will expand, fears, doubts, and worries will vaporize, and you will see more possibilities every day. Let's dig into the next episode of Monday Motivation with Corey Mendoza. Welcome to Monday Motivations, 52 Weeks to a More Purposeful You. This is Corey Mendoza, and I have Kelly Resendez as our guest speaker this week. Let's see, we are on number five. So topic number five is going to be on attention, and I'm so excited. You've always been, um, since I first met you, um, really big into mindfulness practices, and so I'm really excited what you have to share on the topic, but I'll go ahead and introduce you to everyone that whoever doesn't know you. Um, so Kelly Resendez is a writer, a speaker, and an executive at Good Leap. She's also founder of Big Voices, a women empowered network. And that is one thing I know about you. You've always been an advocate to empower women. I love that about you. Um, she is author of the bestseller, Big Voices and Foundation to Sustainable Success. Her mission is to help others increase joy reduce self-suffering, and learn to think differently so you can live an authentic and extraordinary life. She is the mother of two amazing teenagers who I cannot believe are teenagers, and she lives in Granite Bay, California. So I am so excited to hear what, what did you get from this week's topic on attention? You know, well, A, it was a great reminder because I think all of us need to be reminded regularly what we focus on, we will get more of. In today's world, there's so many options out there to focus on, right? There's so much negativity out in the world that we have to remind ourselves really to focus on what it is that we want to feel, which are the really good blessings, right? And it is really just what we put our attention on we're going to create more of. And so it was that awesome reminder for me just that, you know, I, I actually started this morning listening to something and it said, ask yourself this question, like when you're frustrated or when you're feeling resentful or when you're feeling, you know, wobbly or whatever it is, am I more blessed or am I more frustrated or more whatever? Because undoubtedly, undoubtedly, you probably feel way more blessed over everything that you have in your life. But in that moment, your brain is ruminating on something that is just, you know, not in alignment with what you want to create. And so we have to learn how to just ask ourselves those questions to, you know, just, just dig in and say, what am I really focused on right now? What am I paying attention to? What should I be paying attention to more you know, those goodness, you know, all the goodness that we have in our life, how do we shift focus to that? So I just thought it was an amazing reminder for me personally, you know, going through some things with, with uh, my dad's health right now. And it's like, you know, 
I can either just put my attention on that or I can stay broad and just look at all of the other blessings that I have in my life today. Yeah, yeah. And there was actually something in there. Um, I think it was like the, the third paragraph. Throughout your day, take notice where your attention is. Is it being given over to productive thoughts of creativity, appreciation, and contribution? Or is yeah. it being given over to disappointment, obstacles, and complaining? And I think one more thing that if I could rewrite this would add is, is you talk a lot about gratitude and um, and it's kind of what you were describing, focusing on what is it that I have? What is it that I can appreciate in the present moment versus what's wrong or what's missing? Yeah. Well, I think most people, Corey, honestly, don't know how to manage all of the thoughts that come at them. So they start to believe in the thoughts. They start to believe, well, if I have thoughts that are of disappointment or resentment or anger or any of these other things, that must be who I am. That must be the state in which I am, which is not true. You know, I, I would just tell you that in studying, you know, thoughts and, and consciousness and subconsciousness and how we can really get a better handle on it, you know, we just have so many and there's no explanation where so many of them come from. Things can be amazing and you can still have negative thinking. And so it's coming from somewhere. And so I always just try to remind people, start to sort and qualify them. Like, what's your vision for your life? Well, my vision is I want to own my joy. I want to feel amazing and powerful and contribute on a higher level. And the thoughts that are just not in alignment with it, you know, I just try to let them go. Yeah. How, how have you experienced, if you could think, and I'm going to put you on the spot, but if you could think of an example where your attention was maybe um, working for you, and then maybe an example of when your attention was working against you. Again, sorry yeah. I'm on the spot. <laughs> no, I love it. Well, I'm going to just talk parenting for a minute because oh, being a parent it is so easy to focus on our children's behavior that is not great. Mm -hmm. And I look at mornings. So I'm a morning person. Like I wake up, I do a morning ritual every day. You know, I'm the person that's like ready to go. I'm excited. I'm grateful for another day. And then I have to drive my son to school. Um, I used to, I used to have to drive him to school and it was like being, you know, the energy coming from him in the mornings, they're tired They're They have nothing to be excited about because really going to high school is not that exciting. And so for me, that's really what I had to make a major shift in my life. Either I can pay attention to him in this moment and let it really just, you know, suck the life out of me and shift my entire morning. Or I can make it more about, okay, how between when I leave the house and when I drop him off, can I purposely create new thoughts around, you know, things that are good in my life? And so I had to really put myself into that space so that when I dropped him off, it was like, have a great day. And yeah. there was just, there was minimal effect on, on who I was being. And I've done that with my kids often. You know, I would tell you as a parent, you know, one of my visions is having a deep, meaningful connection with my kids. And when I have those moments, I just really try to just appreciate them over and over and over again. And sometimes it could be five days between an exchange, but I'm not going to focus on 
the four and a half days that I'm not having that type of connection, because that would easily, easily just mean that I didn't have a great relationship with my kids, which is not true. They're very appropriate for the ages that they are to be at the level in which they are. I love the example that you're giving because I think a lot of people listening that are raising teenagers will feel very validated and and kind yeah. of hear how normal it is and and I think you are spot on um, when really paying attention to what we pay attention with our kids. So um, my son, he's 12. He just he's my bonus son, Rusty's son, and he just got like a trimester report and it wasn't looking good and so you know we sat him down and we're we're asking him about it and i was focused my attention was on the low grades and mm -hmm. when i said you know talk to us tell us what's going on he goes did you notice my math grade it mm -hmm. went from a b minus to an a and there's more to the story he's yeah. a salesman politician very much so and but I did, I was, I was thinking like, okay, my eyes went straight to what needed to be fixed instead of maybe starting yeah. with. Yeah. What's great. Hey, like I yeah. don't see the A at all. Not at yeah. all. Yeah. Like, oh, you got one of those. <laughs> yeah. But if you really look at how you were raised, I mean, this is just all programming that we need totally. to push through, right? Yeah. I mean, most people sit in traffic and they're just irritated because they've been programmed to believe traffic is a bad thing. When you're not in traffic all the time, you only pay attention when it's bad. You don't pay attention when it's moving. And you know, being a, somebody that definitely, I am the creator of my own reality, I just don't focus on it when it's not good. And so we do have to reprogram ourselves to ask like, what's good about this? Yeah. Probably one of the most empowering questions that we can ever ask about a situation. And, being a parent, my belief system is that my kids chose me to teach me the lessons I couldn't learn on my own and talk about acceptance, radical acceptance right. for others and self that aren't doing what I want them to do when I want them to do it. Right. Cause we really, at the end of the day, we have some ideas, parents that we can control what our kids do. Yeah. Like, and just letting that one go, mm. like you could be the best parent in the world and still struggle with behavior or academics or, you know, whatever it might be. <clears throat> and so releasing all of that and really just letting them, you know, have their own journey. You know, our job is not to stop them from enduring pain. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. They need yeah. to go through it. I mean, look how much pain you know, has created massive resilience in your life or in my oh, life. Yeah. It makes us who we are. Yeah. But I think we have this false belief, like our goal with raising kids is to like help them not endure pain or face the same challenges that we did or, or whatnot. And we're just, we're, you know, I just look at it. I'm robbing my son joy when I don't let him fail. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, and, yeah. you know, as you were talking, it got me thinking that, okay, yeah, it's great for us to pay attention to what we pay attention to. And there's even another layer we could kind of step back and say, what, like, what role am I in that's causing me to pay attention in this way? So like you yeah. said, yeah. Your, your role, our roles as parents is not 
to be there. I, I have to remind myself this all the time. I am not the Messiah. Like I am not, <laughs> I look yeah. so embarrassing. Yeah. It's so egotistical, but like literally at church on Sunday, there was a beautiful worship song. And I was like, oh yeah, for like the last three weeks, I thought I was running the universe again. Like, you know, like, oh, I am not the Messiah. So it's kind of like stepping back and going, okay, what role and is best for me to be in because from that role, then I can pay attention. And your example with your son is your role is to not, it's not to protect him from suffering. So if he gets in the car and he's grumpy and grouchy and whatever, you, your role is you're going to model inspiration. You're going to, yeah. you know, yeah. you're, you're there to be steady Eddie. Yeah. Like you're the yeah. mom, you're not the savior of his, you know, no. And no. so, so role fuels the, the direction of our attention is. Absolutely. Well, and I, you know, one of the most challenging lessons that I've ever learned is that expectations always equal disappointment. You know, mm -hmm. our brain is either going to overestimate how bad something is or overestimate how good something is. And so either way, we normally feel disappointment. And to be in a place where you just are present and you pay more attention to what is in the moment, like, is this in alignment? And I, and I love the idea of like having, you know, would you rather roll downstream with ease mm -hmm. or would you rather fight your way up? And I think a lot of people are just so programmed to fight so many things that they aren't able to experience the ease that, that really is possible. And it, it is all about, I mean, what do I choose to pay attention to today? Like, what do I choose? And, and I kind of tend to look at some things that if I can't make a personal impact, either monetarily or with my time or energy, is it valuable for me to pay attention to that? Oh, and yeah. over the last couple of years, I've just had to say, no, it doesn't. Yeah. I'm not going to be the one that solves the world's medical or political challenges that we have. Like I'm not, I, you know, I, I can certainly help teach people how bad division and judgment rob them of their joy. I can certainly show up and do that. But some of these bigger issues that people are just laser focused on right now, there's a lot of suffering that's created from it. Oh yeah. And I just going to own my joy. Absolutely. Well, and I like what you're, you're really, um, I think at the, the heart of it is we're going to have to kind of embrace there are bigger, more complex systemic issues. And if we focus on tackling these big, big complex and systemic issues, the, our expectation is unrealistic. And then we're relinquishing yeah. the true influence and power that we actually have, which is to manage our own attention, manage yeah. our own behaviors, manage yeah. our own emotions. And, you know, we, we potentially influence other people around us. I mean, I look at, okay, we're in the middle of a health epi epidemic, right? Yeah. The more people I can teach about, you know, reducing inflammation and improving your immune system's response to anything, the better life's going to be. Now, that's something that I can do on a micro level. Mm -hmm. And you hope that over time, people will do it on a more macro level. But I'm not going to be in a place of judgment for 
the medical world for not doing that yet because right. it's just not it's just a waste of my energy. Absolutely. And and I love how you know part of us being responsible for our attention it will keep us humble. It, yeah. it right? Because yeah. it's it's, it's going to raise responsibility for the areas that we can make a difference in. Yeah. And that gives us purpose, that gives us meaning. Um, and then for the areas that we don't, then we relinquish control, we surrender, and we we pray and we yeah. we hold we we hold the desire for positive change in a different light. It's not absolutely control. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. there are there's so many options for all of us to contribute. You know, if there's one thing that I've learned about our attention, like on a daily basis, I have to ask myself, like, how am I contributing today? Because that is what brings me the greatest joy. And so when I'm going through, you know, my gratitude practice at the end of the day, like if I, if I'm at a really low level, because I've been in meetings talking about tech or you know, vendor management or recruiting or any of these other things that, you know, some of my numerous hats that I wear, you know, I, I have to find contribution within those in order yes. to feel, you know, more meaning. And so I have to actually like solicit that from myself every day. Like, you know what, you did show up, you did make a difference in this person's life, even if it's the person in Starbucks that you just smile at or whatever it is, just connecting on that deeper level is what is going to bring us more joy. I love that. I love it. So, so what is your advice to yourself and in turn others, but really starting with yourself, what is your advice on how, how to use this message on attention to live the most purposeful life possible? Absolutely. So my advice to myself is to accept and be aware of how powerful my subconscious mind is when it comes to creating thoughts that are not in alignment with my vision. Mm. So, you know, we all have pain, we all have wounding. And, you know, I always kind of say mine's probably like wounding light. I feel very blessed and privileged over, over the life that I've lived. But at the same time, I still see it when my subconscious is, is acting up a little bit. And so just becoming aware and paying attention to it. When it happens, monkeys are here. I've just, I'm always like, the monkeys are here. The monkeys are here, right? How do I get back to, you know, just really, what am I trying to create? How can I show up differently? What questions do I need to ask myself? And I'm big into inner child work and what aspect of myself really needs me to slow down and pay a little attention to them today? Yeah. Because that's normally what, what's going on is that there's some underlying fear. There's some underlying, you know, I, I love that book. Um, oh my gosh, I can't even think of the name of the book as, as of this moment, but talks about having, you know, these upper limits in your life that once you get to a certain level, if you've never gone beyond that before your subconscious is get the big leap. That's oh, what it is, but loved it. I but, haven't said that. And I notice sometimes I'm like, Ooh, this might be an upper limit for me. I haven't ever been to this place before, which if you know anything about psychology and neuroscience, our brain loves what's familiar. 
the unfamiliar is not as welcomed. And so I have to watch that. And so that's what I pay attention to. And that's the advice that I give to myself is that just ask myself more empowering questions. Where is this thought or anxiety or whatever it is really coming from? How do I hold space for that aspect of myself that might need a little bit of nourishment in that moment? And then am I, am I approaching an upper limit where where I'm getting outside of my comfort zone and how do I buckle the seatbelt so that I can get through it without damaging anything. I love it. And so what I'm going to add to yours is totally just um, kind of nailing down what you said is asking ourselves empowering questions. Yes. I mean, people, anyone listening, Google empowering questions and there's lists out there, but you yeah. know, our, our brain, I stole this statement from somebody, but our brain is like a Google search engine. It will find whatever we ask it to. So yeah. if we ask, you know, why can't I, that's disempowering. But if we go, oh, yeah. why can I, what will it take? Then our brain will find it. So I love absolutely you know, really using that skill of asking ourselves empowering questions to keep our attention where we want it to go. And you've also touched a lot. Um, you've mentioned um, your vision for yourself, you know, so I love that. Yeah. Because if you have a vision, then your attention is going to be looking for ways to keep moving towards the vision. I mean, that could be a whole yeah. other talk. So, oh my goodness. Yeah, absolutely. But that's really like, why are we paying attention to so many things that are not how we want to feel? Like yeah. I want to feel appreciated and valued and seen and understood and all of these other things. So if, if there's some human out there, that's not treating me that way or just whatever it is like, no, no, let yeah. it go. Why, why let it go? Yeah. Let it go. Yeah. So it's just being aware, being aware of what's going on, taking a moment, asking yourself those questions, always, always magical to keep your attention where it should be. I love it. Kelly, thank you so much. Thank you. I love this. So, and anybody who would like to um, follow you, you have a bunch of amazing tools, um, all, all things for mindset, gratitude. I've done your worksheets before. They are fabulous. So um, you can go to her website at big voice, bigvoicesrise.com yeah. and then yep. slash free hyphen tools. So, Perfect. Love it. Bigvoices.com. Kelly, thank you so thank much. Thank you, Corey. All right. Have a great week, everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode of Monday Motivation with Corey Mendoza. Did this conversation spark something in you? Did you have an aha moment? Share it with us by writing a review on this episode on your podcast player. Help us get the good news out in the world and help others find this podcast by giving it a five-star review. And be sure to subscribe to the Monday Motivation with Corey Mendoza podcast to not miss the next episode. To learn more about Corey and her brand, Volition, visit choosevolition.com.